Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. What is going on? I'm here again with Michael and Joe and our special guest, David. How is everyone doing today? Oh, awesome. What's going on, fellas? It's a great day. Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks for being on, man. Thank you Dave, so much. Yes. David, what's your what's your official title over there? I think I saw it on uh, uh yeah, on they LinkedIn. gave me a uh, really fun title. I was going for uh head of biz dev or something like that. <laughs> uh in the they came back or you go, no, no, you know a lot about music. You really, you know, you talk about music all the time. Uh we're gonna call you uh chief high res music evangelist. And I'm going, seriously? You're like, what? <laughs> How about like a real title? And they're going, no, man, this is great. This is fantastic. Now, this, of course, is all being, uh, you know, translated translated loosely from French. Oh, okay. So, it, oh. You know, so I am the chief high-res music evangelist, and uh, I'm here to heal you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> heal you from your low-resident MP3. There you go. Very nice. So we got people coming in into the chat. You might want to, Michael, you want to say what's up to everybody? All right, guys. Who we got in here? We got Tristan Jones. What's going on, brother? Hannah. We got Optimus Vader, of course. Lots of folks. Angela is in the house. We always got the female representing. Love That's that. That's my wife. I know. <laughs> That's for David. In case That's he's right. like, oh, yeah. I can't like, believe it. Yeah. yeah. Brown notes so, in there. He says he's ready to be healed. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Chunksville's in the house from the UK. He's like, good to have you here, man. Chunksville, I love that. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, and I think uh, SI Services from South Africa, I think. Wow. Yeah, we're international. All over the world, guys. Oh, Joshua to... Dillinger. Yeah, what's up? what's up? Yeah. Josh. You know him. Love that guy. Macintosh group in the house. So uh what do you guys what do you got for snacks, Shauna? First of all, your lighting is looking awesome over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Today? Well, you know, the lighting is this is how it normally would be. It's just I put blackout curtains over the over the big window. So oh. now I can control the lighting in here. So I only got three lights on. Uh these two and the hair light. And then uh yeah, just uh some ambiance. You know what fly, I'm saying? I, 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 look at you. I was uh, you know, playing around with with other colors uh -oh. today, so <laughs> you know, you look like a YouTuber. I know, right? I'm, I'm official, but you know, my favorite color is blue, so we're gonna we're gonna keep it there. But there uh, yeah, dude, I just got an apple, you know, hard boiled egg, and uh, I did a workout. I was telling David I did a workout like an hour ago, so my wife made a bunch of healthy snacks. That's hilarious. So, Feeling dude. good, man. Feeling yeah, good. I, how about you, Michael? What do you got? You get, David, you have water? You might want some water because we, we talked for a while. That's all I got, man. Just yeah, some water. Man, I had my I, snacks uh, earlier. I'm fine. I just literally got back from taking my son to his birthday dinner. So I was hauling. I was really <laughs> going quickly, right? That's awesome. And so I just literally got back. So I'm if I stay awake, I'm going to be doing really good because we have nice. a couple glasses of wine, some Italian food. <laughs> So, yeah, I am wide awake, ready to go. <laughs> How old's your son? <laughs> he just turned 36. Nice. Super Probably cool, Probably older man. than a lot of you guys. I'm, yes, uh, he's definitely older than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got this. You guys know about this? 
Who's that? Filipinos know about Jollibee. If you oh, don't know about Jollibee, you know about Jollibee? No. Oh, you don't know yet. Well, that's what I got going on. If my huh? eyes are a little bit red right now, I just took a nap. And I guess you're not supposed to take a nap with your contacts on. <laughs> yeah, that'll kind of irritate that's them. Number one rule, bro. Come on. Uh, oh, well. So if I look crazy right now. <laughs> um, yeah, Jollibee has a great commercial. Yeah, so um, what are we talking about today? We you know, we can talk about anything. What's that mic? I want to know. What is that mic that you have there, David? Uh, this is an MXL 910. Um, and I typically swap this off, believe it or not, from my drums to uh, to uh, this little setup. I use it as an overhead mic um, on my drum kit. And I was just about to go out and buy one of those, um, the blue, the blue microphones, yeah. like the Yeti or something. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, nah. And then I'm going... Hold you on, you don't need that. You already have plenty of microphones. <laughs> well, <I don't> need <laughs> the microphones. I've got all the interfaces as well. Right. So Everything's on. hooked up. I can You're just good. make my own. So yeah, now I'm making my own. How does it sound? It sounds, sounds good. good. Oh, great. Yeah. You came prepared. Hello, I'm glad to be here. It's oh. uh, nice to have see, you. Well, see, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. see. <laughs> He's got the big bottom going on already. There you go. Yeah. Um. Cool. So we got some people in the house. This is going to be awesome. Shane, spare change, spare change is in the house. Joe, free sponsor. Yeah, we're saying we need a food sponsor in here. Yeah, snack sponsor. Snack sponsor. <laughs> there you go. Chana's hey, all I, about that. Uh, David, before we we get into it, I have a question from somebody who mm -hmm. uh, you know I was I was promoting this, and somebody said, "Ask David how many speakers he has in his system right now." I guess they want to know. Oh, you mean in. Yeah, what, like what, what systems do you have you know oh gosh i've got a bunch of systems show them um, the desktop one you showed us just now yeah you guys this will be is, impressed so this, this is just is a little small I, setup for the desk this is what i listen this is what i watch or this is what i listen to um every single day this is what i'm this you're seeing from behind me uh your vantage going point out now all right so got a couple of uh, Martin Logan 11A. <laughs> this is literally my that? desktop system. And I've had, I mean, I started doing desktop systems like years ago. I mean, really good ones, right? So I would get, you know, incredible little studio monitors, but they were still, you know, kind of small. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, I just decided I want to try this. This was a total experiment because <laughs> I had to move the Martin Logans out of the way because I had just gotten a... Um, I don't know if you guys know about the uh, Gail Sanders icon system. Yeah. So I had just gotten a, a brand new Gail Sanders icon system. And I thought well, I needed some place to put these. And I'm going, you know, where am I going to put them? I sure don't want to drag them downstairs and have to drag them all the way back up here. So I'm going, well, you know, something for right now. Let me just put them. Uh, <laughs> let me just put them right there. Put my e like put them in front of my desk. And then I've got a, you know, 300 or so watt amplifier that I've got the panels uh, being driven by, and then there's a there's a uh, 400 watt per channel amp uh, driving two sets of subwoofers underneath this. So uh, we were just talking about it before the the uh, live stream started, and it's like, okay, if there is a gnat in the sound in the sound stage, <laughs> I've heard, it. I'm hearing it, I know exactly <laughs> what's going on. That's a tight and, setup. Uh, so yeah, it really really helps a lot to have something so. So incredibly accurate. Yeah, those are that's that's the guys right there. This is what he's rocking right here. Oh yeah. my god. You win. You win. I I don't think yeah. I've seen 
I mean, I've had some floor standing speakers at my desk before, but um, no, not like these. Not like that. No, <laughs> they were like slender. No. Yeah, so you know, I really need to be able to hear the differences between things. And so, and this... and you're saying this is what you mix and master on, right? Yeah, I mix on these things. I I master on them. I I listen to them. I critique with them. Uh, if I if I literally change out anything in this system, it's it's a it's a fairly uh, uh, dramatic change. You don't have to listen twice to be able to hear what I'm hearing. And really, downstairs is the same. I've got a uh, like I was saying, an icon system, and that is um, that's a full fully driven DSP system. So literally everything is driven um, with uh, digital signal processing. Every speaker has got uh, four uh, 100-watt mono blocks built into the speaker, and that's connected via balanced uh, outputs from the controller that um, that does all of the crossovers and stuff. You can do these crossovers, like believe it or not, like 70 dB per octave. I mean, if you could imagine wow. what a, an acoustic 70 dB per octave crossover would look like, you, you could maybe fit it in this room. I mean, it would be huge and super, super cost prohibitive, right? Mm -hmm. So these things, you can I, you can cross these things over at, you know, standard 12, 18, 24 dB per octave, or you can go completely nuts and just drop these drivers exactly wow. next to each other. And well. it is the, these two systems have been the coolest systems that I've ever had. But then I've also got a pair of the Martin Logan Motion 40s. I don't know if you know what those are. They're the, uh, the floor standards that are used in the uh, AMT um, high-end, uh, uh, AMT uh, uh, tweeter. Um, and I like those a lot too. And then I've got, I, use, I owned, a, opened and um, uh, co-founded a company called Peachtree Audio. Mm -hmm. oh. So I've got, tons of uh, Peachtree Audio speakers and Peachtree Audio amplifiers that are all around the house. So they're all connected with, you know, one of, I don't know, a dozen servers that I've got around here as well. So yeah, it's a, there's a lot of systems. I think I've got about seven or eight systems. Uh, I don't think there's a room. <laughs> You got a few toys. How many how many rooms do you have in this house, man? Oh, it's a big house. I mean, it's <laughs> it's, a, it's quite a large house. But I'm in I'm in Atlanta, so you know you can you can get a big house in Atlanta. Or if I would have taken this money to say California, I could have gotten like a one bedroom, one bath bungalow. That's what we all <laughs> talk about. You yeah. and we're always just joking around. Like you guys can get what over there? Yep. I no, we got like five bedrooms and you know <clears throat> living room and everything's a huge space. So yeah, I've got I've got music everywhere. I've always had music everywhere. I started off with the, you know, years and years ago. I started off with the Sonos system and mm -hmm. um, yeah. kind of built from there. And now I'm using just a number of different kind of servers because I really need to know what they all sound like and what their attributes are. And um, you know, and believe it or not, they start off with something as small as like an iPhone and a and a uh, uh, Dragonfly, which you know, that's super fun. That's like my portable system, and yeah. God, you the performance you can get out of something like that is just it, it's mind boggling. It's so good. That's that's crazy. You met you mentioned Icon. The thing I think about is that guy has a great head of hair. Right? <laughs> just like you, that's you have fantastic. good hair too, doesn't doesn't he? <laughs> He's a, that hair. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. He, 
He does, and, and but I can tell you, man, he is one of the neatest guys. Um, he's he's really he's really a very very smart guy. In fact, Gail was the owner of uh, Martin Logan. Yep. Before he sold that, so he started in on that whole thing. I've been a big Gail Sanders fan for many many years and when he came back into the industry he could have easily you know it would have been a lot easier you know people tend to go back to what they know and what they're good at mm -hmm. and he was fantastic at electrostatic speakers i mean he he had just mastered it um but instead of doing that he was going you know why don't I hop into something that's going to be a little more like pro audio because you know when you get into a pro audio atmosphere they don't take a couple of speakers, let's call them line arrays. They don't take line mm -hmm. arrays and subwoofers and, you know, and these things are hugely expensive. Some of these things are, you know, half million yeah. dollar line arrays, right? <clears throat> sure. And, and, and the subs are, you know, hugely expensive, Huge. much, much more so than, um, than like a consumer sub. You never see those people take those kinds of systems and just plop them into a room, uh, put the board on there and go. They always tune these things to the room and they tune them by timing. They tune them by frequency response. They tune them by um, by uh, uh, reflections on the walls. I mean, they, they go to huge extremes. So when you go to um, like your favorite music venue, and you go, and you, it's the one that you go, oh, my God, this thing sounds unbelievable. Every single time I go, no matter who's playing, it always sounds incredible. Those people have got um, speakers that were tuned to that specific environment, not just, space, yeah. you know, throwing them in there and going, let's, right. you know, let's hope for the best, which yeah. is what most people end up doing when they, you know, buy their hi-fi system, right? No two high, no no hi-fi is going to sound the same in two areas, or or not exactly the same. And, sure. and somebody mentioned your drum kit too. They're like, you can hop on there. What? <laughs> if this microphone, well, actually, this microphone <laughs> he's like tempted. He's like, he's like, let's make it happen, offer. man. Hold on, that, the the the, the, the uh, webcam didn't used to take it, but sure, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of fun. I have fun with those things. I, I've been playing drums and guitar pretty much my whole life. And I, you know, music is music is a big part of everything that I do. But um, that's awesome. Luckily, it. it's also a big part of my company. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody in our company has got huge music backgrounds in one way or another. So, um, you know, it's not like just a bunch of corporate people that found a new gig and thought, oh, yes, we can market that. It's it's we live it. We love it. Um, one of our taglines is we are the music lovers. And that is absolutely true. Mm. Well, somebody said maybe you could do the outro for us. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see how you feel. That'd be fun. Yeah. If he's still awake, you know, I mean, if he's still nobody, awake, nobody, I could tell you, nobody has ever asked me to do that before. So if we if we make it, then we're, I'll be, we're, I'll be we're totally don't let us forget that. For the that fans, would, it's for the that fans. Would, that would totally like make this share. That'd be awesome. Well, you know what you're fun. here to talk about. What are Co we here to talk about? I'm guessing Cobuzz Co and yes. high resolution. And is that how you pronounce it? Cobuzz. Because I, I was just like, how do I pronounce this <clears throat> thing? You know. <laughs> Man, so it's Cobuzz, right? Officially. Co from a marketing standpoint, it is the best name in the world. If you are a marketeer and have been for any number of years, that you know there's a there's a couple of letters that if you could happen to work these two letters in on your name, 
then you do so. It's a Q and a Z. They're very, very <laughs> hard to work into uh, <laughs> a, 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 um, a name for a company. But Cobuzz is actually, it actually means something. Um, I thought the same thing, you know, when I went there. Cobuzz, what the, what the heck is Cobuzz? And they told me, but, um, it, and, and I'll let you in on it. It's, it's basically a, an ancient instrument. I, God, I wish I would have had the, I wish I would have had this picture pulled up because they actually have one at Cobuzz, at mm. Cobuzz headquarters. It's an ancient instrument. It's a, it's an ancient sacred instrument. The only people that could play it were shaman. So you had to be a holy man if you even touched this thing. Right. Um, so, you know what a cobuzz is. You, you've seen them. There, it's like a, a, a lo- oh, look at you! Oh, I love he, he's this. the man. He's the man. Okay, I want you on my next live stream. <laughs> China uh, hooks it up, man. Look yeah, so it's it's like a, a an instrument uh, that's that's a, a lot of times it's got a, a leather back. This one, this one's is a new one, very new. Uh, but the old ones, the ancient ones, had like a leather back, very much like the one that you're playing right now, that you're looking at right now. And the stringed instrument was said to uh, possess powers that would ward away evil spirits and even death. So my my big joke, at least coming into Cobuzz, was you might want to hop on this service if you're at <laughs> all worried about anything in your life. This That's may right. be able to <laughs> this may be able to take care of you. But at yeah, any rate, secure. so they've got one of these things at Cobas, right? Interesting. So as a uncultured <clears throat> American, and not only an uncultured American, but Southern on top of that, right? So I go to Cobas and I see it's it's the Cobas. And I'm going, can I can I play it? Can I, you know, can I try to mess? Oh, sure. Yeah, no problem. So they hand me down the Cobuzz and it's all, you know, like this gentle, you know, handing right. over of the sacred instrument. And of course I grab it like a guitar and I start bending towards yeah. doing, you know, do it. I mean, making the, making the faces too, right? Oh, mercy. <laughs> you know, making the, making the rock and roll faces. Everybody at Cobuzz is looking at me like, oh my God, what is he doing? Right. <laughs> You figured so, out how to play that thing real quick or what? Heck no. It's, it's, are you kidding me? But it looked like I knew how to play it. It looks like I know how to play it on the picture when I'm doing the whole, you know, because if you can play air guitar, then you can figure out how to hold a co-buzz and make people think you're doing a lead break. <laughs> That's China knows. And then afterwards, afterwards, some of your white hair turned black. It, it just recovered. Just the center. Just the center. That was amazing. Um, Jesse Luna from Jesse Luna from DCS calls that my reverse skunk beard. So, <laughs> there you go, Air Coba. Very cool. So now we know what that means. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. good to know. I had no idea. Yeah, nobody does. Not. But well, but see, they heard it first here at Daily Hi-Fi. Well, here's there what actually they didn't hear it first here. They've heard it for for many many many. Uh, months and uh, up to a couple of years because that is something that sort of came up uh, frequently. But when I when I the first show that I did, it was really really cool. And this is when I knew we had a really cool name. I wa- this is at Cedia, like uh, three years ago, maybe it's before we actually even opened. But we had made a little bit of noise, and I'm walking by this open air uh, restaurant, and these two guys are going. No, it's Cubas. No, it's Quaybus. No, it's Cubas. No, it's they're sitting. It's the Cubas. 
we're, so we're, we're, we need to catch the director, Dan, right? Dan Macta, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's our managing director. I'm walking with him and I'm going, we could not buy better marketing this. These guys were just like at least for a minute or two as we were walking by because I slowed down. I wanted to hear the conversation. Um, it's, uh, uh, you know, I can't believe they're doing this, Dan. They've been talking for like two minutes about how to pronounce her name. He's going, yeah, I've heard other people doing that too. So it's been, it's been really good like that. That's Josh was saying the first time he's ever heard you tell that story and he's known you for two years. So that's totally, you gotta, you gotta ask Joshua, you know, it's not one (laughs) of those things that are, that, that, that you walk around going, Hey, you want to know what Kobo's means? (laughs) (laughs) It typically has to kind of come up. It's not like I don't have like a a line. I should I should put that into my uh, elevator speech, right? Yeah, there you go. There you go. (laughs) Everybody likes everybody likes to hear the backstory. So last night I did a little bit of research about different high res Mm -hmm. streaming services, and I'm very happy that I think that I'll understand how Code Buzz works compared to some of the others out there. Because I was looking at some of the other ones, and I'm like, I did IT for 10 years, and I don't understand what this <laughs> means. What are they talking about? Like, different kind of, you know. It just, uh, I saw how you guys were doing it, and it just made a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah, it's just super simple. We we, we broadcast, and uh, we, we broadcast in FLAC. So you don't need any real special decks to... Uh, you know, Decoded. do anything with the signal to listen to the whole signal. All you have to do is have a DAC that'll do uh, 24192. That's that's what we're um, that's what we're streaming at or up to. Uh, Primarily, the, the most of the stuff on there, though. I mean, most stuff just recorded. Period is in 1644. So when you can get it in a little higher bit rate than. Uh, then then fantastic and you know frankly some of the stuff uh, you can see a lot of hands on the way these things are are marketed and 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 put out there because you know some of the some of the high-risk stuff you go oh my gosh I, I can't believe how how good that sounds and then other stuff you go did you did you really have to put that in high res because it really doesn't sound much different than, <laughs> it was garbage uh, to begin with yeah. yeah, that and that that's a that's exactly it. When you when you do a really bad job of mixing or your technology just wasn't up to mm-hmm. um when it just wasn't up to snuff while you were, you know, putting this stuff down. Like I think like of I think like of almost everything uh in the rock genre from the 70s and 80s, I'm thinking what were you guys thinking when you recorded this mm-hmm. or or what were you yeah. smoking when you recorded <laughs> they were just they just came that back was obvious, the yeah. yeah these <laughs> days oh that. my gosh i cannot believe some of the recordings coming out if you guys are music listeners if you've been listening over the last you know say decade or so uh, even in the last four or five years the recording industry has made a huge huge leaps and bounds from where it was so I want to stay on this topic for a little bit because um, maybe for the people who don't understand, uh, Kobuz is a streaming service. You know, let's just start there for the people who don't know anything. Well, I think most of the people who watch already do know. But if you don't, uh, it's a streaming service and you do high res like you were saying, you do flack. And so that yeah, made a lot of the, sense to me. Yeah, 
we're actually the only uh we're actually the only we call ourselves the true high risk company because we're the only ones that are that are uh broadcasting in the same type of um uh format that say a studio would give you your very best recording in which would typically be a 24192 recording or a 2496 recording it'll be somewhere uh, up there or even 2448 there's some amazing 2448 recordings and believe it or not, there's actually some pretty good 2444 recordings. Um, I'm, I'm a recording engineer as well. I have been my whole life. And um, really, that that depth, that bit word, um, yeah, okay, this, this is kind of a weird little symbol there. <laughs> I, I mean, I see this a lot, but this is my least favorite way to describe high risk. Although it's the, the most common way that people describe high res and they do it with like less dots in between the samples and that kind of thing, I, which, you know, can be, can be uh, important and it can be useful, but it's certainly nothing like the 24 bit word. That's, that's the most important part of the whole thing. And they don't even show a little graph for that. They show no. a logo. <laughs> they get the logo. It's one it's pixel. Like, it becomes it's like, one what happened? Man? That's sounds worse. <laughs> that's right. They big do, Everybody from the beginning of time, I used to teach digital uh, and, and I was taught to teach digital and everyone from the beginning of time teaches digital from the perspective of this is the way it's being played back as opposed mm -hmm. to this is the way it's been recorded. And really the only important thing there is the way it's recorded. All we get to do on the back end is take advantage of that recording. Mm -hmm. So. That's that. That's the that's the real key is is recording. And let me take that just one step further, okay? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of us have recorded on analog uh, devices, and and we'll take the analog to that you know to that VU meter, the the top end of the VU meter, as close as we can get it, right? Because you just want this thing as linear as possible. It's the same process you do when you're dealing with digital. Um, except when you clip digital, it is nasty. It sounds horrible, and you never want to clip digital. Um, you want to stay far away from that clip. And so, normal recording engineers, when they did, when they were dealing with a 16-bit process, they would record, you know, not 16-bit, although it is a 16-bit format. Most of them will get. 12 bits or 14 or if you're really not very good at all you might get eight bits now so what happens to those other bits because it's a 16-bit format so let's say you're dealing with a recording engineer that got his uh his bit rate all the way up to 14 bits what happens how do you get it to 16 bits two null bits are are inserted so you are dealing with theoretically a 16-bit format, but realistically, you're dealing with a 14-bit format or 12-bit format, which is what drives me crazy with some of these audiophile discussions. And because they're always theoretical, they're always, well, you can't get a dynamic range of even uh, uh, 2448. Yeah, like if you were really using everything, but this is just a tool. This is like going... Well, you don't want to ever buy a Lamborghini because you can only go 55. Not okay, me. that's cool. But <laughs> you can go a lot faster than that. It'll do 250. <laughs> if I, you know, if I press this thing, right? It's all about headroom. And typically, right. the um, 
typically these discussions, especially on the audiophile groups, just blow me away because it's like, oh, yeah, this is all about us. So I, I can't really quite hear the difference between 16 24-bit. Yeah, you can. You know why? Because it was recorded better. Yeah, so I even mean, if they yeah. downgraded after that, you're still going to get the benefit of that mm -hmm. dynamic range and of that frequency response and of actually getting 16 bits. You might be on a 24-bit recording system, but if you're not very good at all, you're still going to get at least 16 bits. That's why I'm going, recordings are getting so much better these days because engineers... Oh, you muted yourself. The recordings yeah. are getting so much better because, <laughs> because yeah. recording engineers have got so much headroom. Well, well, what you're saying is exactly true. I mean, we do video and a lot of times we might shoot in, you know, they just announce a 12K camera. And a lot of times that's for, uh, you know, so you can crop in, right? It's not so you can deliver in 12K because nobody has a 12K anything, but it's so you can deliver it and you have headroom to zoom in, zoom out. I think that's kind of equivalent yeah. or sometimes you want something that's with more dynamic range. yeah that so, is very equivalent yeah yeah, yeah. And, and so staying on flack though that make a lot of makes a lot of sense because flack is you know what you use if you want to rip a cd you want to usually keep it in flack format so it's you know you're keeping all the data there mm -hmm. right and it made but a lot of sense to me yeah it made a lot of sense to me because you know we have enough bandwidth nowadays right i can stream on youtube <laughs> 4k i think 8k now too you can stream 8k content on on youtube video yep. so video video is more intensive than audio sure. when it comes to you know the it amount is, of the, the size although, of the files it it is although our brains get full <clears throat> with video more so than they do audio so if you're dealing with say an 8k stream um typically those are adaptive streams it, it's very much like when you first get onto Amazon, they say 2496. They've got it set up purely adaptive so that if you can handle 2496, no problem. But if you can't, mm. that thing will go all the way down to 320 kilobits per second or MP3. Okay. Now, if you do that for just, you know, a frame, 30 frames or 60 frames, and then it comes back, your, your brain doesn't see it and sense in. it. Mm. Gotcha. it 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 doesn't see that that degradation however when you when you're adapted with audio it does go down so in in some cases you do need some bandwidth to um uh you do you do need some bandwidth to do full resolution all the time i always tell people if you're going to do full and high resolution audio particularly high resolution audio even though we do have the technology that you can theoretically, I hate theoretically theoretical yeah. stuff. I want it real, right? You while you can theoretically stream uh, twenty four one ninety two, um, I, I don't like experiences that are not pristine. So when you when you stream twenty four one ninety two, I always go or one seventy six or even twenty four ninety six. Wire yourself. Get a get an Ethernet cable mm -hmm. because it when it gets adaptive with at least with Cobuzz, it doesn't try to fool your brain and kind of make it a little fuzzy and then come back. It just cuts out. Um, so know what you're dealing with. But we are living in such a wonderful time. Three years ago, the average internet speed in America was something like 2.3 megabits per second. Oh yeah. Now Trash. it's up. I just read a. Um, an article, I don't know, maybe a month ago that said it was now up to 
average of 50. Um, yeah. So if, as long as you've got like 20, 25, you're, you're good with us. If I'm running like 500, 500 here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're like Scandinavia. I'm also sure, yeah. Strange flex there, Mike. No, man. No, because there are guys doing like gigabit stuff, man, and blow my junk out of the water. But but it just shows you that, you know, that's just become affordable nowadays. You know, I pay like 50 bucks a month for internet. In 2013, so. I think it was maybe 2013, 2014, I went to work for Tidal. I was the guy that brought Tidal over here, too. Huh. Um, and Tidal? What's yeah. Tidal? The other, the other good service. The other I, I, I have no problem with those guys, right? They, oh. they've got, they've got a very <laughs> nice service as well. Um, but I brought those guys over here, and at that time, I mean, we were kind of on the brink of starting to have a halfway decent internet, but we still did, and we were still two, three, four megabits per second. But all the Scandinavians, like they were, I was in Oslo. And you get a thousand up, thousand down. Like everybody's got wow. a thousand up, thousand down. Now we're just now starting to see that. Yeah. Um, I'm using it for bragging rights personally. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I, 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 he's got the gig of it, man. I have both. I have both services. You know, and so, I mean, I just like the fact that I don't need anything special. You know, like I can just stream. Oh, you mean for a high resolution? The, yeah, I can stream at the best quality as long as I have enough bandwidth. Which most people do. I mean, even when I'm on wife uh, on cellular, right? I have oh enough bandwidth. Oh, yeah. So that is so cool. I am using for cellular. You guys know this thing, right? The little what's that? A dragonfly. Yeah, yeah, dragonfly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm using this with a little camera adapter on because I used to actually travel a lot, <laughs> mm -hmm. and and I would use that on my phone with with Copas, and I'm getting full at least 2496. It won't do quite 192, but I got to tell you, when I'm on an airplane, you know, 35,000 feet with some, you know, JH uh, ear monitors in, uh, I am one happy camper. It, this is we're living in a wonderful time right now. Yeah, that's no sure. We had a question up here. We're going to have yeah, all that too. One up here by Robert. He says, um, love Kobez premier subscriber recently. Mark Wathrop was on the daily high five podcast outlining the result of 500 plus people studying comparison, high res versus CD. Most can't tell a difference. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I could pick out about a hundred songs that you cannot hear a difference. Uh, and I can pick out just as many or you know, thousands more that you can. We had actually gone over this a little while ago. Um, we're, we're living in a marketing world, folks. And, and, you know, if a record label can reissue something in some way and think they can make a few extra bucks on it, mm -hmm. but bet your bottom dollar they will right, do Right. Um, at the same time, if I'm trying to prove a point to you and Spotify does this all the time, they'll put up 10 songs that you're going, Ooh, man. And, and, and check this out. Let's not say, let's not say, uh, uh, um, different formats. Let's try to keep this in the same format. So they will be, they'll be streaming something that's say 320 kilobits per second. Well, a CD goes all the way up to say 1411 kilobits per second. We can say that instead of 1644. So if we keep it in these same uh, 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 terms, then we can kind of start, start understanding this as one technology as opposed to a bunch of technologies that just get 
um, purposely confusing, which that that kills me. So you can if you've got a specific purpose and you like Spotify because they didn't want to go to high res, it costs more, right? It costs mm -hmm. more and the customer experience wouldn't be the same because you know, you're going to get some more cutouts on high res than you would low res. So if I'm Spotify, I'm going to pick out 10 tunes and I'm going to go, can you hear the difference? Here's the 16 bit or here's the 320 kilobit. Here's the, uh, uh, 1411 kilobit. If I'm a smart marketer, you are going to get the results that I want you to get. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, we can do the exact same thing, just offset. I can give you some, some, uh, uh, some rec, some, uh, uh, cuts right now that you can go to. And you, if you can't hear the difference, then go to Spotify or go to something else. You don't mm -hmm. need, mm -hmm. uh, a, a co-buzz, but if you go to, um, Steely Dan, Katie lied. Listen to the 16-bit version and then listen to the 2496 version. Now, here's the reality of the situation. This is not theoretical. This is the reality of the situation. You could buy that 16-bit copy on a CD. You could not buy the 2496 copy on a CD because it wouldn't even fit. That 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 math doesn't work. So that particular 2496, even though it's a reissue and a remaster, it is almost a night and day kind of a thing. Um, there's another one from Illinois Jacket. Uh, this is an album that was that was recorded in 1957 or actually released in 1957. It's called The Swing of Things. We've got both of those, the 16-bit version and the uh, 24... I think it's a 24192 version because about three years ago, I actually bought that album, right? I bought it in 24192 and I'm going, oh my God, this thing sounds so good. But it cost me like 60 bucks when I bought it. I'm thinking this thing sounds so good. When this guy starts blowing on that saxophone, he is in the room with you. I mean, it is so eerie. And what you hear with this recording is what an audiophile would call air around the instrument and it really does sound like that because when you go to the 16-bit version that air is gone you do get all the notes but the air is completely gone mm -hmm. and it's like wow it just took it didn't take any frequency away it didn't take any notes away <clears throat> what it took away was the emotion that was hmm. delivered there Interesting. so so, so those uh, are the just, old recordings right who's those who are those by uh, the first one is Steely Dan, uh, Katie Lied. Um, the second one is uh, Illinois Jacket. Uh, the name of the album is called The Swing of Things. Um, another one for you. I could th name these all day long that that you guys can hear the difference on, even with a, not a, a killer, not a system like I've got. If you've got a pretty good modest system, you can hear these differences. Another one would be uh, Kenny Burrell. Um, um, Midnight Blue, which is another super old jazz album that if you play the 16-bit and then you play the 24-bit on the 24-bit unit, you start getting the sense of reality. You start being able to like, you know, taste the metallic on the end of his guitar string as opposed to just know what the note is. And believe me, I'm super, super familiar with the guys that are going, you can't hear the difference. And, you know, it, it to me, it, 
as a recording engineer is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. However, I don't have 400 albums. Uh, I don't have a 400 album uh, discography, uh, no. nor does the person you were talking about before. He's got like a six yeah. or eight or 10 discography. I'm going to have, and I'd love you guys to join me on this. I'm going to have a guy named Bill Schnee on uh, uh, a um, live stream in uh, two or three weeks, something like that. Do you guys know who that is? No. Bill is, uh, to me, one of the best recording engineers that have ever been on planet Earth. He was he was recording um, incredible music when just there's not a lot of engineers that were uh, recording incredible music back then. Um, he was the guy that did, and you guys are probably a little young to know this, but a lot of your, uh, um, uh, older audiophiles will know this, and then I'll continue to go along with his discography. Um, <clears throat> uh, but he was the guy that recorded Thelma Houston's pressure cooker. That was his first album, which in 19, say 82, 83, you could not walk into a hi-fi shop without seeing 14 copies laying around. Everybody had this because it was like a premier recording. And then he went on to record Boss Skaggs and Toto and um, uh, Simon Phillips. Uh, Bill is one of the best recording engineers I've ever, I've ever thought about meeting because he was doing great recordings before 24 bit was around. He's just one of those guys that he's a magic. He's got a book coming out called um, chairman of the board, which I thought was really um, clever. <laughs> sense, yeah. But, but he's, we're going to have him on. And now this isn't a guy that's here to sell books or to try to prove or disprove theories. He's just going you know, this is what I heard, David, when I uh, recorded my first album at 24192. It was the first time I ever heard the band with no glass in between us. And what he meant with, mm. by that is like he was in the room. He's every right. other time I've recorded, no matter how expensive the tape machine, it never sounded like I actually was in the room with the guys. Now I can do that. Well, so we'll have say, some real cool surprises with him. Let me just say this though so red book uh what is the quality on red book cd cd quality is officially? it can be really good if you remember we were talking about if you can possibly record in red book and there are quite a few engineers that can there's there's people like cookie Marenko. do you guys know her she's uh she owns a uh blue coast records no and, i guess, she, I guess she, what i was asking was like what is the what is the resolution on a cd quality Oh, oh, up to fourteen hundred and eleven kilobits per second, as opposed to say MP3, which is around three hundred and twenty kilobits per second, as opposed to twenty four one ninety two, which is over ninety five hundred kilobits per second. Okay, so let's just let's just say for argument's sake, like <clears throat> for me personally, what if I can't hear the difference? Let's just say, right? What what other services? You know, I know, and you don't have to answer, but I'm more asking like Techno Dead, Youth Man, like what other services? can you get that have at least CD quality? That's um, Deezer and, um, and uh, Tidal. Deezer and Tidal. Yeah. A Amazon, Amazon just started, started their, their oh, Amazon does, Amazon does uh, high res like we do. They're, they're up to 24, 192. It oh, was really cool with Amazon because they were, they came in at 1499 when we were $25. That's a huge, huge difference. Yeah. Um, and then within about a month, month and a half, uh, we dropped our price to to meet their price. So you oh, wow. can get this for I saw that. 
And as a result, here's what's going on. And you can't hear the difference. <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah. He's like, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Bring it, man. Come on, okay. bring it. Here, here's, here's the thing, Joe. A lot of people tell me they can't hear the difference, or I don't have the ears to do it. And I always think probably you're wrong. Um, I, I'll give you a really good example. My son says to me, Dad, you know, I've had Spotify now. You know, I've had, I get him the Spotify deal, right? Of the family pastor, sure. Paul got it. Yeah, sure. I so got my it. son yeah. comes to yeah. me going, Dad, I can't hear the difference with this. It's just, that's yeah, you're a total ripoff. This is <laughs> working all right. And I'm oh, going, that's great. I'm going, okay. I, I mean, I get it because I understand how people um, get accustomed to what they're listening to, right? Mm-hmm. We've yeah. lost a whole generation to the MP3. Uh, to MP3 because we didn't have enough bandwidth nor storage to to do uh, full bit. So here's what I would say to you, Joe. I would go then just there. There's two answers here. Go get Spotify, and if you're truly a passive listener, just get Spotify. Be done with it. Yeah. Um, I, I, however, to, let me just finish this one thought out. Okay. However, if you listen to Cobuzz for six months, for three months, you won't be able to go back. Because at that point, you are going to your ear brain is going to uh, it's going to get accustomed to it self to having this extra bit of emotion that you didn't have that you no longer have. And you won't even be able to explain it. You won't even be able to uh, uh, put it into words yourself other than there's something missing and it feels wrong. And then yeah. that's how you start hearing the difference between low resolution and high resolution, other than the little ones that I just mentioned to you a little while ago, which is like that. But you listen to it for six months and then try to go back to Spotify and then tell me you can't hear the difference because I think you can. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm saying is uh, I'm not, not arguing with you on this. I'm saying more so that, um, you know, some people might argue between high res and CD quality, right? Oh, that's yeah. what I'm yeah. saying is I bet you. Most people can hear the difference between CD quality and some of those lower resolution, uh, you know, like some of Maybe. those higher ones. I think I th- I've done tests myself and I can tell the difference, right? So I've had some good headphones and I can hear the difference between, you know, I, well, I think the test was like 384 and, and then like 192 and, the, you know, and then you're supposed to do that versus uh, CD quality. And I could hear a difference between those. Now, if you ask me if I could hear the difference between CD quality and and high res, maybe not. But I I think the point is, if you are using Spotify, you may want to check this out. Just even you know, forget the whole debate about high res for a second, but just going from from Spotify to uh, you know CD quality, I think is going to be a significant difference. That's all I'm saying. Right, and you might as well just do high res because we're the same price. Yeah. Uh, uh. Now, now you're the same price, but I'm saying, you know, that kind of takes away the whole argument portion of it. Like, I think very few people would argue between CD quality and um, some of those compressed, more compressed ones. So here's where the argument falls apart, because Mm -hmm. that is the that is the discussion on 75 audiophile websites on (laughs) 75 audiophile groups the the way that you just presented that is exactly the way it's presented my contention is it's it's just you're it's a flawed setup to begin with the the words you spoke are let me tell you why they're flawed because we want to make this about us 
can we hear the difference? Let me tell you why you can hear the difference. It's because your engineer started off with, with a high-resolution signal. Now, here's what happens. You get that high-resolution signal, and it is recorded fantastic. Now, let's say you take that high-resolution signal, the big thing, and now you take that and you dumb it down to 1644, now you've got, now you can kind of start making a comparison. Is there a difference? Yes. Is it as big a difference if they didn't record in 24 bit to begin with? That's where you're getting the biggest, the biggest bang. They're already making a better recording for you at 24 bits. So if you deal with a program like, either say HD tracks and you're buying the stuff from mm -hmm. HD tracks. Or yeah, I was doing that. I was doing or that. You're, um, or, you're, or you're streaming them off of Cobuzz. Um, that's when you're going to get every single thing that the engineer and the, uh, uh, and the uh, recording artist meant for you to get. When you go down a little bit, say you go down to a 1644, uh, signal, which doesn't even make sense anymore because technically there's no reason to ever do that. But if you did, could you hear a difference? It's going to be smaller than if you were recording at 16 and then recording at 24. That way you hear it every single time. There is no, there, there's no debate between uh, engineers on, on this particular thing. So what you're already starting out with is a high resolution recording. That's why it sounds so good. So if you take mm -hmm. that pristine recording and you drop it down to 16, yeah, there's a little bit of difference. And I've given you some, um, some recordings that you can play. And if you just play those three that I talked to you about, you will uh -huh. hear what you get between 16 and 24. And at the end of the day, it's the same price now, right? And so, at the end uh, of the day, it's the same price. So might as well if you have the bandwidth. Optimus Vader, uh, he has a question here. He said 24. Thank you for the super chat, by the way. Much. We appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, 24 a month is a little too much for me. What do you say? He says he wants a special for daily hi-fi uh, family. <laughs> Go ahead. Can you can you see that? Yeah. He's like, yes. so yeah. Hook we up. do a uh, 24. We do. Uh, if you do a family plan, we we it's 24.99 a month. So Right. For six users, right? I think that's what I saw. Yeah. And then uh, 15 bucks if you just want to do it yourself. So it's just a little more expensive now than Spotify. It's, it's really getting down to, you know, the kind of same, the, the same kind of a price. Plus, honestly, there's not much reason for MP3 to exist right now. Anyway, we, we actually, we were the first company that just said, forget it. We're just taking it off the service. We don't support it at all. We're the only service that doesn't do at least an MP3 tier. <laughs> you know, I'd be I'd be pretty good at marketing because what I would say is like for those who are debating, for me I just like to see the little logo. If I see the little logo, that makes me happy. The little yeah. what? The high res logo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. We're the only ones that got that that okay from the Japanese uh, Audiophile Society. They ah. are the keepers of that logo, and if we're the only uh, we're the only streaming service that's got rights to use that. But I am I love the I love the. Uh, can't hear the difference you can see the logo so get it you can you know and if you were just marketing it we would that that would be you know the thing to really look at but i don't really like to do that um i, I like to go just listen give yourself a chance to hear what this thing can do 
um, because it really is quite remarkable uh, with the right recordings and not like every single one of them are going to be the right recordings. You could put of course. Uh, Edgar Winter uh, White Trash album in 32, 384, and it's still going to sound like crap. <laughs> a lot of the the time i just have so many questions like i was researching all last night i'm like i want to ask him all these tough questions yeah Hopefully yeah anything uh, anything is good you know, with me. go ahead you John, know uh, one thing i noticed about spotify since a lot of people use it right um on my phone if i'm gonna listen to it like my my teenager does or my wife does on my phone pair of earbuds that and man. I'll, I'll I'll listen to the same song on title, and what I notice is Spotify is significantly louder. Whether or not the quality difference I can hear, I can hear a distinct loudness and volume, even though the volume on my phone and on the apps are like the same. So <clears throat> when I when I switched to title and just started listening to more stuff on title, and then switching my headphones to these Focals, I noticed I liked it a lot more than Spotify. And I think it, it goes to exactly what you were talking about earlier is we get accustomed to uh, like the, the service that we're listening to. Yeah. And like people almost always think that louder is better. So let, right. I'll give you an example. If you, if you took two identical pairs of speakers and one was a DB and a half louder than the other speakers, 90% of the people would say that's my choice. Those are the better ones, right? I like those better than the other ones you were playing. Uh, loud is, uh, loudness is, is, is the thing that fools us probably the most with quality because it's the first thing that we hear and it's immediate. Right. It's really the same thing with speakers too. If you, if you just, if you say, listen to two pairs of speakers and, you're not doing it for very long. You're just kind of doing it kind of almost like Joe was talking about, well, I can't hear the difference. Well, you don't really know if you can hear the difference. Right. So if you're doing like, a uh, really I'm, quick... I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. David. Oh, I get I'm... it. I get it. I totally get it. I appreciate I, that too. I have, I have both service. I have a lot of different services actually. Yeah. So I can, no, no, no. I, I really got that what you were saying, but, but it's so realistic what you were saying as well. If you were just to listen to one and the other, most people would go, I can't hear a difference. Uh, but the same thing with like, if you have a speaker that's got say um, three DB more output at <clears throat> say 13 kilohertz, um, almost everybody will hop on that one too. As long as it's not a harsh recording because it's got more high end. So it must be better. So what I really tell, try to tell people to do with anything with turntables, with speakers, with, with, streaming services listen give yourself yeah. a really time to acclimate yourself because if you try to do this in 30 seconds or a minute or five minutes just you might as well just not do it because you'll come up with just the wrong conclusion yeah i mean i like the way title sounds or the way cobus sounds over title and actually it was a uh, one of my patrons right they they i recommended title to them right i said hey get title because they got a new system or something like that. And then they're like, Hey, uh, I want to try Cobas too. And I'm going to compare them. And they did. And they're like, Hey, uh, Cobas sounds better to me. Right. And I was like, Oh, okay. I, I mean, I don't know why, why, you know? So I was just a little skeptical and I was like, all right. And then somebody from your team's like, Hey, you guys want to, you want to try it out and see, you know, what it's about. And so I decided to do it. And I'm like, 
I, I like it better. I don't know why. I can't tell you why, but I just like the way it sounds better because I don't have all the stuff that I need to unfold and do the, all that stuff right. with MQ. So right. I'm maybe not getting the full effect, but I don't want to buy all that stuff. I have good stuff. I have, I have all kinds of stuff here. Why do you I got all kinds money? of shit, dude. Why do I have to buy more stuff? You know what I mean? I have. I just got in the mail right now some $500 IEMs. So I think it's going to be the limitation will be my hearing and my ability to perceive. Um, it's not going to be the, the stuff that I'm using, right? Right. So I have, you know, somebody said uh, Chana did a, a, a drop on his headphones. I was using some Focals. So it's not my stuff, but I'm, I'm just happy that I don't need to buy more stuff. You know what I mean? If I want to get uh, more, yeah. content, more stuff, I just, yeah, subscribe. I, I, I get that. Uh, and a lot of people don't, and, and I, I don't, I just want it to be standard. I want it to be something that anyone can pick up at any time and play it back without having to, go buy a bunch of other stuff. But I, I, at the same time, I never fault those people that, that, that say just the opposite. If they do, it's like, look, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, at least you're listening to music. I know that CoBuzz isn't going to be, be getting a hundred percent of the people. We, we won't be getting nearly that. We're not, we're not that mainstream. Right. So really I tell people, if you love what you're doing, if you love what you're listening to, if you're having a good time, if it sounds perfect to you and you're perfectly satisfied, God bless you. You won. <laughs> you know, you won. that's it, right? And for those people that want just that that little extra more, um, we're getting more high resolution delivered to us these days than we are regular resolution. Like the new files that are coming out. They're not coming out anymore, or seldom are they coming out in 1644. They're now coming out in 2448, or 2496, or 24192. Uh, uh, They're really coming out. And what you're going to see in the next five to 10 years is that just totally blossoming. There is no reason that, that there, a recording engineer ever has to record anything in a 1644 format again that would fit on it. Just because it's got to fit on a CD. Because we don't care anymore. We CDs don't do CDs are, as much. Yeah. That is like obsolete <laughs> like technology. I like how you're so nice about, uh, you know, making sure you're not saying bad about any of the other companies. But I will say, I can say. So I'm <laughs> I'm going to say it I'll, I'll just, while you're on here and then you react however you want to react. But like the, like the unfolding, I was reading this whole thing about MQA and the unfolding and all that. It reminds me of like, you ever get like a RAR file? You know yeah. what I mean? You know, you get a RAR file and you're like, cool, I got it. Like, Here's a file, right? And then like, oh, hold on. You op you go to open it like, you need a password. Like what? You know, that's how I kind of felt about it. Like, here's the file. But like, nah, you don't, you don't have the password to open it. You have to go and buy this stuff. So I don't like that. You know, that doesn't make sense to me when you have enough bandwidth. Just give me the, just send me the file. I'm paying you guys, right? I'm just, I'm not speaking about bad about, I'm just saying this is my preference. Yeah, no, 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 I totally get it. These guys but know I me already. also don't get pissed off when people, uh, uh, they want to, you know, people really try to get you to get upset with them. And so I never get upset when somebody says, I listen to a title over Cobuzz. I go, are you, do you like it? Are you enjoying it? Fantastic. Go for it. Anybody could try us because we've got these 30 day trials. So, mm -hmm. you know, 
whatever you end up liking. But I think if you listen to us for th four 30 days and you're really listening, then all of a sudden you can really, you really can. What are you listening to Joe? If you don't mind me asking. Well, I listen to all kinds of music. Like you'd no, see no, no, my, I mean, what, what's your system? Um, I have lots of different systems cause I test speakers. So I review speakers on YouTube. So I'm reviewing headphones right now. I have like these clips, the fives right here on my desk. And behind me, I have some Q acoustic stuff. I have a, a Parasound, uh, $3,000 Parasound A52 Plus over there. Yeah. Um, so I got a home theater system over there. I have desktop. I have like a like a near field setup over here. So I have a few different systems and then oh, some yeah. audio stuff. Um, so I get to listen on a few different things, and I think my hearing's pretty good. And so, yeah, I, I, I like the service. Whoa. I'm just looking at all the comments here. There's so many. MQA is a money thing. That's kind of how I felt about it. But hey, you know, so one thing I would say about Tidal uh, or Cobas compared to Tidal, I did find that there were certain tracks that I couldn't find. So how was that going along now? Uh, it's the same way it was with Tidal. When I, when I brought Tidal over here, we had like, you know, 15 tracks and mm -hmm. everybody would go, well, why don't you have this? Why don't you? <laughs> and literally it just, it just literally takes a, quite a bit of time just to get everything loaded. Well, I'm a, I'm almost a little embarrassed to say this to you, but in <clears> full <throat> transparency, I, I really kind of feel like I need to. Um, I was so upset that we didn't have Ricky Lee Jones, and I kept calling my guys in France, going, <laughs> you know, we don't have Ricky Lee. How how can it, uh, it's in it's in the queue? We'll get it up for you. And this was for like six months, and finally, <laughs> one of these guys wrote me from France and said. Uh, your Ricky Lee is up and oh, oh great. So what's happening is people tend to think that um, we're, we're burning CDs into a hard drive or something. Or <laughs> yeah, That's just not the way it happens. What ends up happening is we'll get like 14 million cuts from a distributor and you're thinking, okay, we'll just copy that onto a hard drive. And so if you've ever tried to copy uh, you know, like a gabillion terabyte hard drive. It doesn't happen overnight. I didn't know this either. I'm thinking, well, oh, 14 million, that'll be able to do that. What, a couple of weeks? And and the guy looks at me, what the, one of the engineers over there, he's going, David, 14, do you know, do you know how many 14 million is? Do you guys do math in America? Do you do math in Southern America? <laughs> Yes, we do math in Southern America because that's going to take a six month minimum. It will be six months before those good things get loaded in. And so we've got company after company. This is the way all streaming services work. So when you first start, you're, you're still signing rights and uh, uh, things with artists and labels and writers and all the people that you have to sign agreements with. Um, that starts almost all over. They never go from one country to another country. So yeah, it, it's just, it just literally takes a while. So here's the rub. We'll, we'll catch up with everyone probably, eh, probably sometimes later this year, probably toward the end of the year from a track number, from the popular things that people ask for. Uh, but if you are like an eclectic jazz listener or classical listener, 
we've got cuts on Cobuzz that that Spotify will never see the light of day, uh, nor will Title, because we've been going, we've been doing this since two thousand nine, and we've got some of these obscure labels that you can't even find anymore. So we've got plenty of this really cool obscure stuff that will, at some point, it does set us apart now. But at some point, once everybody sort of gets the same thing on their services, which they will. Um, then it then it'll be you know those will be the things that you'll tell the services apart with that and the other really cool things that we do that just prove that we're really music lovers not just people who are putting a bunch of files on um, on the service like you'll see more editorial written by human beings on Cobuzz than you'll see any place else any other music service by a long shot. And then we also um, we also have a download store, but the and you know why wouldn't we? But none of the other services do, right? Yeah, that, here's that, the real kinda, rub with cool. our download service. If you look at say an HD tracks and you see a, a download there for a twenty four ninety six download and HD tracks for thirty bucks, ours is going to be twenty two. Or if you see one there for twenty two, ours will be twelve. I mean, we are a lot less expensive than any other down, download service. So you can go there and buy high res for almost nothing. What I like about it is that it supports your artist. It, that's what I'm really going for. I'm not, I don't care if you own the music or not. I don't care why you own the music. I do care that when you are thoughtful enough to um, go on to our service and buy their album, Larkin Poe or someone that's not, you know, huge people that are trying to make it at least. Yeah. Or the people that you just my music's on there. So I'm I'm stoked. My music is on it really? Cobra. Yeah. Dude, you've got to put the uh, uh you've got to put this up on the uh, uh on a link here in the private chat, just so you guys know. I wanted you guys to capture this and share this with everybody because I can't do it. Um I've got, I already dropped it in there. I've in got the, my the that's chat. my acid test playlist mm -hmm. this will any of these songs i'm thinking in there's probably a hundred and uh, there's probably around a hundred songs on there maybe a little more but but this is why high resolution and it's not always 2496 some of my high resolution and i don't want to make this confusing although i'm thinking it might be some of my high resolution is standard resolution some of my high resolution is 1644. And the reason it's high resolution is because the recording engineer was so good that it is high resolution. They're mm -hmm. using the full 16 bits. They're using the full 44.1. And that's why I don't like that stair step thing because mm. it never talks about dithering. And dithering has gotten so much. It's gotten so advanced these days that the little checks that you see that are always mm -hmm highly uh, uh magnified and over bloated you you don't you don't see those that that you don't see those you don't hear them you do hear 24 and 16 though can you recover can you recover uh data that isn't there like is that possible like let's say if i compress yeah i mean that's what dithering does basically it, it recovers smoothing it 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 sort of well, it depends on how you look at it. It doesn't really recover it. It 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 um it creates it, but it so creates it from known points. So it's it's kind of creating it, but it it knows what it is. If you go, 
you know, what's two minus one. This is super, super simple, but you know what that is. It's, mm -hmm. it's not going to change it. So if they've got all of these complex waveform that's, that's going on and you've got a little stair step like that, mm -hmm. this it just fills in the gap. Super, super easy. That that's not hard computation for a computer. It's kind of like Photoshop when you're uh, drawing yes. a little circle around it. You're like, okay, fill in the hole and with based on the information that's around it. And it says, okay, I know it probably should be there. That's 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 actually. I wish I would use that uh, as a, an analogy because that's a very good analogy. Uh, looking here, what else we got? You guys have any other questions? I've been taking up a lot of the the questions. If you want to ask some from the chat or take some calls, however Boom. you want to do it. Here it is, David. Hey, Here man, are my I, albums. I'm sorry. Here are my albums on Cobas. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic! I did. Where, where's the Where's the photo, Chana? That That's something with the distribution company. That's not me. That's actually us. We're working. Oh, on, is it? Okay. Uh yeah, we're working on um um better pictures than we had this is a whole nother this is a whole new system within just a few weeks that you guys are seeing there mm -hmm. and so we are we're in the process of of getting all of those pictures together the avatar i hate the avatar <laughs> so we want you up there sweet yeah, no, wow, man i can't wait to hear your stuff what is it what is it, it I, it's I electronic music uh, it's all good. Uh, my my viewers know this song, the Forever song. This is the song that's in the intro to all my YouTube videos. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. I know you're saying supporting the artist, right? So I I do also have YouTube music, and some people are like, I made a whole video about you know that I like their algorithm of how it predicts like what I like because they're Google, they know everything about you. Mm -hmm. right? so it's good at predicting that, but people are saying like, hey, they don't support their artists, like they give them barely anything. And you did mention that. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the sad part about this whole thing is if there's a sad part is <laughs> that, um, like on streaming services or YouTube, you, you can't be an artist and go, this is how I'm going to make my living. If you, if you are, it's just not going to be pretty. There was a management book a long time ago that I read that really just changed the way that I looked at things. It was called Who Moved My Cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I read that too. You, you know that? So mm -hmm. here's the thing. All of our cheese has been moved, and it continually is moved. Mm -hmm. um, our cheese was moved, or we wouldn't be doing this right, right now. Right? So we have to just kind of figure it out. My cheese has been moved my whole life. Um, when I first started in audio, people would line up around my store on Saturdays and, you know, come in and buy turntables or buy the droves, but you would never open up on a Saturday where people weren't lined up around your, mm -hmm. around your building because it was the cool place to be. We were the cool kids at that point. I'm not any longer. I have been resigned to okay boomer. So that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, but that that's the way it was. So had I stayed at that store on Saturday till now, mm. waiting for people to line up again, yeah. guess what? I'm probably would be, you know, not in real, real good shape. There's no, I can't think of an industry that hasn't had their cheese moved. The musicians have had their cheese moved as oh, well. Yeah. So you have to do things. I want to support musicians as much as possible. So that's why I want to sell their downloads 
as much as possible. But I also want to help them realize that there are there is a great living to be made if you use the tools that are in front of you in the right way. So if you're using streaming like you were trying to use FM to sell albums, you are going to die a slow and painful. <laughs> yeah, totally. Hate it. it breaks my heart because I'm a musician and I've got tons of friends that just have lost their livelihood because mm. they're not necessarily um, shucking and bobbing. Right? Yeah. They're kind of doing the same thing. But there are these people out there like one of my favorite examples is a group called um, Larkin Poe, L-A-R-K-I-N. P-O-E. It's two sisters, Coville sisters from, believe it or not, Calhoun, Georgia, who are now in Nashville. But these two young ladies are probably the best internet marketers that I know of. And, and I say marketers, you could say marketers, or you can say they care enough to interact with their fans because that's mm -hmm. what they do. They yeah. make all these cool little videos. They just put a little iPhone out here, right? And they, one of them is playing the slide and she is a monster. The other one's singing lead, playing guitar like she's, uh, you know, Eric Clapton. I mean, she's really, really good. They're they're both really good. But if they would have just waited and, and relied on their streaming income or their sure. YouTube income, they really wouldn't be doing very good, but because they are so active and because they are so um, engaged with their customer base, with their fan base, they get invited all over the world all the time. Mm. Now, of course, we're in a weird time right now. Sure. Everybody is, but sure. you know, all of our cheese has been moved, but th there are a lot of things you can do as a musician to, to, uh, um, make income in other ways. And and I sure want to be that guy that helps these guys do this because streaming does not pay the bills. Mm. You got to become a rat and chase that cheese is what you got to do. You just got to, you, you got to be smart about it. You got to be going, okay, the cheese is not here. What do I have to do mm -hmm. now to do my thing? To get to, it, yeah. Yeah. Is there, is there a uh, live event service that Kobo's offers? No, I'd like to do that. You know, the thing with uh, Cobus is we are very specialty. We're doing, we don't even do Atmos right now. We're doing two-channel stuff uh, mainly. There's a few sort of by accident um, uh, uh, surround cuts on. I think there's like 35. By accident? Is it just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was something that the, the, the just distributors, happened. you know, put in with those 17 million songs that we were and so they end up getting getting ingested. But I mean, we've uh, even got some MQA for that matter. <laughs> you know, hey, uh, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna stay on the the you know the Atmos stuff because I was listening to some of the Atmos stuff on title, and mm -hmm. I was like, I started looking at the track list of the stuff they have, and they're like, they have all these like old tracks. I'm like, I'm yeah. pretty sure they Atmos back yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing the the mixes into the program and it's saying, "All right, put that up here." Like you probably guys there, like you know it'll what I'm saying? Better. Yeah, it'll just, it'll get better. I, I think it will. It'll uh, there's a market for them, and there is a market for it. And it, if you judge just by how much money that uh, that the Dolby and uh, Sony's got their 360 thing or immersive when you think about the dollars that are being put behind this 
as a whole, even though we don't carry it, um, it'll be, it'll be relevant either from now on or relevant. Like, you know, quad was relevant. I'm not a bit, I'm not a big multi-channel music guy because you could have a hundred recordings. And to me, one would be right. Because mm-hmm. if you throw bongos behind my head, as soon as you do that, I'm out. I check out. That's mm-hmm. not realistic to me. I want to hear, if I hear anything in surround, I want to hear the room. Mm-hmm. What would it have sounded like if these guys were up here and, and what's going on back here? What's going on back here is not a guitar. over. No, here it's crowd noise mostly. There. Yeah. yeah I, that's quad. And I'm that to me, I don't like at all, but there will be some, there's a lot of marketing behind it and a lot of people will be using it. And and I go have fun with it. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to say something. Um, I forgot. Oh, oh, um, Hey, Hey, you know, if you, if you guys do, um, roll into Admos, I'll definitely check it out. You know, I think, uh, I, I think, there's a lot of people that have Atmos systems now that mm-hmm. they're just, they are watching a movie and out of a two hour movie, they've got a minute and a half, if they're lucky of something cool in Atmos. Whereas if you have a concert in Atmos or even just like some of the stuff on the Atmos for Androids album, like they did that electronic music really cool because, you know, I'm hearing bleeps and bloops over the sides. And then, you know, here comes the little whoosh and it just kind of circles around you and goes up. And I'm like, what, what is happening? So it's just another way of, you know, us being able to enjoy a system that we put together, spent all this time and money asking questions of like me, Mike and Joe about all this nonsense and they've got it. And now they're like, okay, well that movie really wasn't that great <laughs> in Atmos, but now I can listen to music in Atmos and I'll hear some, some different effects and it just get more enjoyment out of, you know, all the money and time you put into your system, you know? Absolutely. And Atmos is just such a cool technology anyway. Um, I think people should enjoy it as much as they can in as many ways as they can. There's nothing at all wrong with it. When I was a kid, I think I was like maybe 18 or 19 uh, at the time. I bought, I bought a full-on quad system and I sat there and I listened to that thing for like, you know, two years with, you know, with Frankenstein, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, Edgar winter, you know, Frankenstein, dun, 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 dun. you know what I'm talking about? It's, yeah. it's that stuff going all over the place. And I thought I was the coolest guy on planet earth. Um, <laughs> and I probably was at that time, but then after a while, it's like, I wanted, then I learned how to listen to music. I learned what a sound stage was. I learned what depth of fill was, sure. I learned about, you know, where do things go? Um, so, you know, that, that kind of took over for me and I just, I went full blown two channel at that point. And I'm, I've never really looked back. I mean, Clearly I can, from I your death bench setup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And at most setup, even for the people who aren't into it right now, just because you have more options of where you place something or even where you place a mic. So right now, I think a lot of it is simulated where they're recording near field, you know, the mics are close by and then they're determining, they're throwing it into a computer program and it's going to say like, if I place it up here, it's going to change the, you know, the sound in such a way. And uh, you want the room to be this big. All right, well, we'll add a little more to the rears versus like, if you're actually 
have mics in different areas, that might be a different story. So I see the potential of the format. So I don't do think I. people utilizing it in that way. But um, I've heard a few mixes that were like, oh, okay, that's interesting. It's not overdone. It's not like the person's whispering behind your head or anything weird. <laughs> ASMR. There's actually a process out there right now. You've probably heard of binaural. Oh, yeah. There's, oh, yeah. There, there's a process now from a guy named Russ Ham. He owns a company called Sonic Presence. Um, Russ was a, he's one of these guys that have been studying HRTF for eons, decades, uh, head related transfer function. And that's the that's the um, the theories and the math behind the way that we hear, right? So if you're speaking to me, I'm the first thing that happens is a, a wave hits me here because it's mm -hmm. closer than these are, right? So what ends up happening is is the waves hit you here, and then they kind of bounce around to your ear. The whole theory behind binaural came from that because what they would do <laughs> is they would get a dummy, a dummy head, and they would bury. Uh, microphones, microphones right in here, the ears, right? yeah. and it mm -hmm. gave you this kind of uh, almost a 360 thing, but it was a little weird because there was always a hole in the back. Well, there's this guy that just created this new process called Panoral. It's Russ Ham that I was telling you about, mm -hmm. and believe it or not, this has actually got to do exactly, Joe, with what you were talking about with Atmos, mm -hmm. but the way that I think that it's going to end up turning out, because right now, if a bird, if you're outside and a bird is chirping to your right, 30 meters behind you, 20 mm -hmm. degrees up, you don't, you could pick up a rock if you were good enough and hit that bird because you know where it is. You know where it is. Your body knows where it is. Your mind knows where it is. It comes from millions of years of, uh, of evolution that we were, we had, we developed these, um, these, um, um, techniques that, that, that our ears told us without our eyes being, used where things are that's the way i like to listen to surround that's the only way i listen to it so there's this guy russ ham in fact i need to get you guys hooked up with him because you guys would free oh, oh yeah sounds okay, like so he's got these little things going on do you see what do you see this on my ear mm -hmm. yeah so these are actually microphones that'll take up to 114 decibels you can record this straight from your phone right okay and 2496 and you can do video with it and no matter what happens anywhere around you hmm. these microphones pick it up like you're from that direction huh, interesting would have picked it up right and so now when you listen to surround on these it will totally freak you out because it's all not what a director thought it should be. It's just what hmm. God thought it should be, right? It's you're like gonna, right. whatever is around you is around you. Those uh, that are you doing there, what are, the, are what are those uh, specific? What's the model on those? Uh, they're called the VR15s, I think. The I think it's the only thing that they've got. It's called Sonic Presence VR15, and they're only oh. like 150 you, bucks. But you can record my drums with these. I mean, and not only the the sound, but my point to your point, Joe, really, in kind of a roundabout way, was that they do record surround, but they record it exactly the way that you would hear it not the way you kind of think that it's might be if you were in a foley studio and yeah there they yeah are. that's them that's them yeah yeah i i am totally nuts over these things because i like to do recordings when i go to concerts and so do most people but when you start doing this kind of thing and you're at a concert right you're doing it you're going yeah it's just it's horrible garbage. right yeah. 
scarves. Yes, you do it with these, and it sounds like you're a professional recorder. Really interesting. What's on? What's in my shopping cart right now? It's hilarious. If you look at my shopping cart on Amazon right now, it's a dummy head, and and fake uh sil like realistic uh silicone ears, right? Because I'm planning to do more uh, binaural recordings. Because in my opinion, oh. binaural sounds the most realistic. You know, when, so I can do a demo for somebody and let them kind of hear how speakers sound or something. Uh, Joe, ahead. after this gets uh, after this, you gotta get uh, you gotta get with me, and I'll get Russ to get you some of these things because yeah. you you really do dig it. Um, um, but these will you'll be able to have a, at least a um, a reference point, another reference point. So here's what you get in binaural. I don't know how the heck we got onto this, but what you'll get into binaural is you're going to get a hole in the middle, right in front of your face. Yeah. That's um, that, and yeah. the reason that you get that is because HRTF has got it's over a hundred years of, of uh, research and development on this subject, but they, according to Russ, they got it just a little bit wrong. And if you bear with me, I'll show you how they got it wrong. So, we want to simulate what goes in here. And it makes sense that you would put microphones in here, but, but here's what really happens. The, the signal comes up, you're recording it, you get all of the reflections, and then it goes into your ear. You're recording these reflections. You should mm -hmm. not be recording these reflections because mm -hmm. you're going to be listening back with your own reflection. Your reflection is not going to oh. be like that dummy head. So what ends up happening, since the microphones are here, it simulates still the HRTF, but since you're not burying them in the an mm. ear canal, you don't get that reflection. Ear yeah. canal, that you're actually gotcha. recording mm. that onto the the uh, what you're listening to. Um, you're actually sort of double processing it. So you're listening sense. to the ear that was recorded with, and then you're listening back to your own ear. That creates ah. a hole in the middle. Oh, interesting. Yeah. In so if editor. you do panoral, like I was just showing you, these actually, you know, sit on top of your ears, like right. on your temples almost. Uh, now you're not recording this part of your ear, right? So the only time this comes into effect is when it's actually being played back to you with your own ears. But your wife's ears are different than your ears. Mm -hmm. So she's going to hear that a little bit different. Makes sense. So, that makes sense. I guess the only time is if you're using in ear monitors. Now they're actually in your ear. So I guess it depends. And I'm hoping what you're saying about this, what he's doing is I hope I'm hoping that you're saying that he's going to take the binaural and figure out a way to make that work on my Atmos system, like extrapolate out and make it work on my Atmos. That would be awesome. Yeah. You'll have to probably do it in some kind of a metrics because matrix, because it is a two channel setup. But I got to tell you, I've never heard anything that hey. records 360 like this. <laughs> there it is. I already found it, man. There it is. <laughs> He's like, there you go. There man. it is. <laughs> Joe will make him famous, man. <laughs> you want to take Hey, I mean. So this whole eight? thing came about because we were talking about Atmos, and I'm going, okay. That's I, the closest I couldn't thing resist. to it, yeah. The, this is what you have to, this, in my opinion, is what you have to have to record uh 360 the right way i think this will be what records virtual reality and mm -hmm. augmented reality as well gotta love that vr man um, and, and people people are joking in the chat about how i'm already like buying these things <laughs> and it probably I, is i i gotta take a buying freeze because my other synthesizer just came in today so oh nice I, i'm i'm prepping up to make those tracks before q3 hi-fi summit q4 you know. official 
Hey, by the way, David, I called you. I don't know if you remember, but I called you Uh-oh. to be by somebody. I'm going to put you on blast here. And Uh-oh. you're like, uh, <laughs> all, all I know is when I go to Expona and Rocky Mountain, I go up the elevator. I'm seeing like all the floors, like floor sponsored by Kobo's. This floor, every floor is sponsored by Kobo's. And I'm like, this, you don't want to talk to me. What's up? Look at it. Well, yeah, no, no, no. It's not I didn't want to talk to you. Do you know that there are <laughs> – I have to try to pretend like I'm not busy all the time um, because there are literally uh, – let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six people that are making this whole thing work in the United States. So, Joe, got to tell you, no disrespect meant uh, – I don't know where I was in my – my headspace at that point, but every single one of us are typically working from eight to 11, 12, one o'clock at night. We just don't stop because there's just so much going on. So hung up on I don't even know what was going on. That sounds like, wow, what a, what an asshole. You wouldn't even, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really not at all. I, I like talking about this stuff and you know, I saw, so I don't know what happened. Yeah. I think I got hung up on it. I don't know who it was by, but I was like, Oh, okay. And then we got an email like, hey, would you like to have David Solomon on your pod? I'm like, okay. You want to be on? All right. Let's go. Yeah. We will yeah. slam him. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it called, Mike? Something the chump? What is it called? Stumps the chump? Stumps the chump. That should be um, a new segment yeah. on the show. David, please. What I am I play it all the time. Believe me. <laughs> I don't know if he can do it. I, he's probably all set up through an interface. So mm-hmm. he's yeah. probably XR right now. And mm. you want to hear the audio uh, and yeah. i don't even actually i can i think i've got a set hooked up um that's he's a, all that's he's a, all high tech cool. man uh, and, I, and he was just telling us before we got on that he's like lacking sleep so it was like hey we'll we'll keep it easy for you here we are yeah Play no problem dr- i don't mind doing this at all it's kind of cool um now we're just having fun straight up these guys and i don't think it's long enough um and also, if you do, if you're able to hook that up, you're going to have to uh, change the cam mic on, on StreamYard to that. <clears throat> to the interface. It, Unless it's the same it. interface you're using with your overhead mic. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It, it's, it's, it's the same. So okay. this is, in fact, I'm not going to put them on because I don't have them close. I don't have these. Um, my USB connection isn't close enough. So I'll just kind of hold them up uh, just to so that you can hear what they sound like. The other so, question is, uh, uh, I don't know if StreamYard's stereo. <laughs> yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. You'll at least be able to get the, you'll be able to get a feel for it, right? Okay. I think you will. So right now I'm on the uh, the the really nice camera. This is probably a, I'm sorry, a, a microphone. I guess if I had to tell you how much the whole little rig is worth, it's probably three, four, five, six, probably 600 bucks, something like this. And I'm about to switch off to um, some hundred and forty nine dollar VR fifteens. Tell me when you guys are ready. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna go three, two, one. I'm switching off now. Three, two, one. This is the uh, this is the VR fifteen. Hey, hey, crispy. How about on if you put them on your head? He can't. No, I, it's too I, short. I, I think I can. If you guys don't mind me getting out. Yeah. Of go ahead. Get get in our grill. <laughs> so sorry about this. <laughs> And now Don't it's going to make some noise. I was really. You can even to... move your microphone out of the way if you needed to. Let's see. Hold on. 
Now I can barely get my head here. Hold on. Okay. Not just like you said, I don't think this is stereo, but uh, now they're on my now they're on my. Uh, wow, on it actually my, does sound clear. Yeah, well, it's that's actually the way that they're meant to use. They're, this is how they were. So that's how you sound to yourself, kind of. Uh, this is how I should sound to myself, including all of the cues that I get from left to right. Now I'm going to switch it back to the uh, expensive. Wow, setup. I like those. Those sound crispy, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that was awkward, right? Dave <laughs> was so like, for, I didn't know next, I was going to do that. For the next Hamilton, that's all they need. You know, they're just going to yeah. get those that's right, on the yeah. back. Actually, you know what? I could use that in my DJ stream because like my that microphone I'm using, this silly journeyman microphone is a pain in the ass. Hate it. Hate it. So, yeah. So, yeah, so tell I, your boy if you want, you YouTube, know, you want man. somebody to test it out every Saturday. <laughs> I'm there. Oh, he's got to change your microphone. Yeah, you got to change, change your, your mic, mic back. back. Let's see. Hey, do you want to take one call? Does anybody want to call? If if you do, then we have a number. You can just go ahead and try it. We'll take one and then uh, check. There you go. Back. Sorry yeah. about that, guys. You're good. No, that was cool. Crispy. I'm curious to see the frequency response, though. Because <laughs> oh, it's be crazy. It's uh, DC to light kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean not really, but... It's it's down it's there. But all the frequencies built in. <laughs> you know, some of them they cut off fifty. You know what I mean? I'm like, I uh, no, these will go super super low. Um, yeah, no, no, they don't cut off early at all. Uh, nor do they uh, clamp down the the high frequencies either. But the whole point, the real, really, the reason I was showing you guys this is because I think in the future this is the way things are going to be recorded and really for gaming they are now you know how when you're looking at gaming is gosh that has taken on a life of its own but you know when you turn your head like this mm -hmm. and now the sound is coming this way you turn oh, yeah. your head like this now the sound's coming this way that's the way it's realistic that's the way i want to hear things mixed when it starts to be in surround sound and i took like like 45 minutes to talk about that's the way I think it's going to be in surround sound <laughs> eventually <laughs> the other night we were talking like 3 a.m. Like, hey, binaural audio. Chana's confused. I'm getting a big echo. I don't know if that's from. I'm even yeah, hearing an echo, an echo with me now. Echo? Martin, Lo Martin Logan's probably. Uh, I can swap off again. No, you're good. It's Yeah, I think it's good now. It, for whatever reason, it was just echoing pretty bad. We have our number here. Switching these mics. Go for it. Let me see. Yep, we're set up here. If not, then that's cool too. That's okay. I know we set it kind of late. Boom! I have this on. Make sure I'm paying attention. So if you have a question, go for it. Uh, oh, I did see a question. Um, Someone said that the uh, Cobuzz is not available in their country. Are there any plans to expand the service to other countries there? Yeah, we're going into like six more countries this um, uh, this this year. We'll be going into Scandinavia. We're just trying to open up Puerto Rico. Um, it depends on on where they're where they're where they're at. But yeah, we're opening up. Uh, we're really trying to expand the rest of this year. So we will be in more and more places. The weird cool. place that we're not in and we don't have 
a hard plan right now, which just totally breaks my heart. It's Canada. Mm. Oh, I love yeah. Canada. And when you talk about music lovers per capita, mm-hmm. yeah. Canada has more music lovers per capita than, than America does for sure. I think we have somebody on the air on, on the call right now. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, this is this is actually Josh. I just want to call and say hi to David. Oh, hey, what's up, Josh? <laughs> How's it going, guys? Hey, Josh. Josh. Great, great. Yeah, so yeah, what's up, guys? I'm, I'm David. I'm glad that you that you made it on. Josh had high recommendations for your show, guys. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, they they were loving it at the at the summit. Whew, it was a lot of fun having. So, and it's good because they're participating. They understand. Like you were ta- mentioning this, the person last oh, yeah, time. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. Like, like interacting. That's yep. where it's at. You know what I mean? Take the opportunity to interact with your with the people who are fans of your products. The yeah, engagement, everything. So what's up, man? Engagement. No, just chilling, man. I'm here. I'm here in New York City. Uh, it's hot as hell. Um, we got the heat wave going on, but uh, things are good. Just want to call in and say hi. Awesome, man. Always good to hear from you, man. Josh Dellinger. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so David, when you can, when you can start traveling again, uh, we we have plans. Can't wait to get back up there. The world of Macintosh is maybe the uh, the coolest branding uh, place I've ever seen in my life. It's just absolutely remarkable. The last time I was there, uh, Josh uh, invited us, and we got to see the kids of, check this out, Stephen Stills' son was there. I think his name is Chris, uh, Chris Stills. Chris Stills, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bill Withers' daughter was there. I'm trying to remember her name. Oh gosh, what was it? Doesn't matter. She performed. Uh, James Taylor's two of kid, two mm. of James Taylor's kids were there, and they are both yeah. incredible. Uh, and then one more. Who who else was it? Josh. Oh, um, Corey Withers. Is that Corey Withers? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. 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 She is amazing. You would not believe that voice she's got on her. But this was all, these guys were all performing at the World of Macintosh in this huge room that they've got there. There was probably maybe 50 or 60 people there. But it was just unbelievable because all of their parents are like, they're my heroes, every Mm. one of them. Um, And so it was just so neat getting to hang out with them and talk with them and then listen to them perform and you know, Josh gets to do stuff like that all the time. I tell him that he has got the best job in hi-fi. Have he you guys ever it. been to the world of Macintosh in New York? Uh-huh. Um, no. no. Oh, to. my gosh. You would not believe how cool. You feel like you're at the cool kids table when you get to go in there. I've seen, I've seen some videos. I think Shane did a video. Um, I've seen some pictures, too. Yeah, pretty Shane. awesome. I think, uh, I think uh, Joshua and them, they're planning to, when all this clears up, they're planning yeah. to fly us all out there, and then right. and then the afterwards, right? That's what I heard. Like yeah, <laughs> you guys you guys definitely need to come come to Italy. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're all going to Italy. Dude, yeah. I packed my bags at the Hi-Fi <laughs> Summit, so, I mean, it's just Your, your wife packed the bags. <laughs> she was like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> my kids are old enough. They can take care of themselves. <laughs> I remember that evening was so crazy, David, because like 
you were you were in the city for uh, I think it was was it the New York Audio Show or no no it was um it was the Can Jam I think it was you were in town and I called you I was like what are you up to we have an event coming on uh, going on you should swing by and I remember we were upstairs. And we were chatting, we were chatting with some guys. And then next thing you know, we're sitting there chatting and we're, we're talking to the son of, of James Taylor. Cause we we're just bullshitting with him. And then he finally said who he was. Ben. And like, Oh, makes sense. you look exactly like your dad. <laughs> it was just, it was been right. Wasn't it Josh? Oh yeah. Ben, yeah. Yeah. And her and her, her sister, uh, Sally, that was that was James exactly. Taylor's daughter, yeah. and to hear them sing together, it was like, it wasn't the same, but it definitely brought me back to a James Taylor and Carly Simon when they used to sing together, and that was just like a beautiful thing. So yeah, it was that was a very special night. Not only is the facility just you know, just unbelievable, um, the 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 <clears throat> night was really really special as well with a all of the incredible music. But every time I've ever gone there, I've had just a great time. And Josh has got Cobus playing all over that place. Yeah. Josh, are you seeing all the check, comments? Check in the, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not in front of the, uh, oh, okay. the computer. They're all related to Bill Klein and how they oh, God. co marry <laughs> It's back. Honeymoon in Italy. So it's back. <laughs> I'll ignore that for now. And most of it's Tristan. Oh, you know. <laughs> I'll, make sure, I'll make sure I pass it along to Will and their, his future love child. <laughs> oh, Will. Uh, Will's my boy. I love that yeah. guy. We have fun over here. Will Klein's the best. A little too much fun. Well, cool, guys. Well, I just want to say hey. and uh, on, man. Yeah. Always good here. Yeah, Thanks for man. hanging out, for sure. Thank you, man. Yeah. Guys, have fun. Hey, take Bye, care. Take it easy. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that was great. He is a really neat guy. You get to talk to your friends. You come on here, your friends call you from all over. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think we're we're over time. So I think we need an outro. What do you say, David? Oh. Stick around because I do want to talk to you about those. those David, you gonna give us an outro? Oh, I mean, we could, I could do an outro. I could do like an outro, but Dave, have I mean. You said you were going to give us an outro, David. They yeah, were wanting I mean, to hear it. I, I'm is not, it too I'm late not, there? I think it's just crazy. It's it is well. It's not that late, but um, you know, I bother my neighbors enough without having to bother <laughs> oh, you. You guys have seen that thing. It's like you you guys have seen that 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 uh, that meme pop up. It says, "Can you believe it? My neighbor was banging on my door at three o'clock in the morning last night. I don't know what was going." Good thing I was still up playing my drums. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, nice. guys, thank Love you it. so much for ha having me. It's It's been a pleasure. You're all very gracious and, and really nice uh, to have hosts like you. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. Hey, we, we appreciate you having uh, coming on the show. Uh, it was pretty awesome. You're a pretty uh, fun dude. So, hey, we're fun people, too. So it all just works. So you know? next time you get answers, you gotta like kind of have a conversation with us when we call you about uh the Hi Fi Summit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't, hang, don't hang up on us. If I if I if I was snubbing you, hey man, not that wasn't the intent. <laughs> I I don't snub. I'm not a snubber. 
<laughs> good. We're just having fun over yeah. here. So yeah, no we're just messing around. Don't worry, we'll get you. I'll get you. Oh, here we go. Take us out, man. Oh, thank you. Oh, everybody still wants you to play Vader. the drum. Everybody wants it. Hey, hey, hey. Maybe next Five time. Bucks. Maybe next time. They really, they really want it. All oh. right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. Again, we do this every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here on the Daily Hi-Fi YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash daily hi-fi. Get your daily dose of hi-fi, man. Yeah. Want a big, uh, big shout out and thank you to our guest today, David Solomon from Cobas. Hope you guys learned everything. And thank you guys. And thank you so much, David, for uh, hanging out with us. Dropping the knowledge, man. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. And we'll see you guys uh, next week. David, don't go anywhere. Okay. Later.